Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. <sighs> Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary. It's episode 42 of Rule of Two. Guess who's here? Hi, Christian Harloff. Hey, everybody. Wave to everybody at home no filling can in. See us. Yeah. Nobody, Nobody can, can see, see us. Oh, right. I guess yeah, they, can yeah. see us. they can see us. We're on Collider Video's uh, main uh, channel. Oh, nice. You're getting this. This little pre recorded action up on a Monday. As we're taking a little holiday, Mark Fernandez still out, so of course Darth Harloff in. Real Christian, uh, Christian, a real Christian, no real Christian, not a fake one, a real Christian for you. Question: Yes. Uh, a lot of people think the rise of Skywalker is meaning Luke Skywalker that he's going to come back to life. Oh. I've heard a lot of people come at me with these questions. I've avoided them on Clyde Live because I wanted to save it for this. That's I, not happening. No, I don't think so at all. But I mean, it's it's too much of a blatant fu. To Ryan Johnson, if, right. if if he did, and people would no, 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 not really. Yeah, yeah, it would be. Um, <laughs> he's he's not going to be that blatant about it. He's, nah. he's gonna he's he's gonna do things to to tell the story he wanted to tell since he started in, in episode seven. But right. uh, but bringing back Luke Skywalker from the dead, no, the rise of Skywalker isn't that on the nose. Yeah, as much as I love my Luke, um, no, no, I couldn't see that. Um, do you think he could appear in like a force back as real Luke? Yeah, Human you know, Luke. the big question is when you look back at those Vanity Fair pictures. Yeah, that's why I'm uh, bringing it up. And there's that picture of Luke, and the question is, <clears throat> when is that from? Because he's with R2-D2, and there's fire in the back, and everybody thinks, well, it's during that time when Kylo turned on him. It yeah. certainly isn't, because... Um, Same costume from Force Awakens and what he wore right. when he burned the tree right. down. So you and I were talking about it. Is it maybe like a, a Russo Brothers um, eliminate... Spider-Man out of the Civil War trailer type thing, and, mm -hmm. it's, and but this time it's just make sure. Well, he's the Force Ghost, but just take the blue out of it, right? Which I don't necessarily think you needed to do, but they do it that way. And the other thing is too is um, what about what about his hand? Right, if he's a Force Ghost. Right, I know a lot of people think does the hand fall off, and I I, I don't worry about that kind of thing. But it makes me think of the very first look at Phantom Menace. Wait, in the, in the quick, Vanity Fair, so, yeah. sorry, not, just because as I'm, we're talking, it makes me think. Also, did we ever, did we ever see R two after after? When was the last time we saw R two D two? R two was on the Millennium Falcon with uh, Ray and Chewie when they came back to crate. 
Positive? Yeah, positive. Okay. Yeah. Then then, then no, because I was going to say maybe 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 he, he stayed left, on the maybe island. Maybe left, and that way you could do a flashback right before he was thinking about it. Yeah. And he saw visions and stuff. But no, if if R two was on the uh, Falcon, then that that squashes that. I, I also think with Vanity Fair, they just tend to put up really cool pictures. Do you? And I'm, I was referring to the first look at Phantom Menace. There was a two page spread of Obi Wan Kenobi and Darth Maul fighting on Tatooine. Hmm. That never happened. Right. So I think it's just. Here's cool looking Luke. Here's a picture that Riley's going to frame one day. I don't know. It's a different time period. Yeah. It, it was way before the. It was before the internet uh, was yeah. a culture, and because the Vanity Fair and, and Lucasfilm very aware that then they and they're strategic in the way that they post things. They want people talking in a particular way. Yeah. They want to show things. They they choose images. You know, that's all yeah. those pictures sure. that were taken. They, there's okay. Well, which ones do you guys? You know, what stories? Do you, do you not want told? Do you want told? And there's all these images of, of these are the main storylines. Because you look at, what is it, yeah. um, Finn and mm-hmm. uh, what's is it K- K- Kira? Yeah, I can't remember. Not Kira. Not Kira. Not Kira. That's, uh, Jaina. Jaina. Excuse me. Jaina. Um, and it's it's Jaina and, um, and Finn. And to show that image on the, the two of them on the horse, I think that's also it's a, strate- it's a strategic thing. And, so, yeah. and they've made a big deal at Celebration to tell how much that, that Finn is, is going back to how he was at the end of Episode 7. Yeah. And he's accepted who he is inside of this thing, and he's, and he's embracing being a resistance fighter. Yeah. I For Luke, to wrap it up here, get into the show, the main topic, I think that's who we're going to see, and they're going to put some glowy around him. Yeah. When he appears in the movie and Maybe he's Force so. Ghost Luke. Maybe so. Well, that's that. It's episode 42 of Rule of Two. We're going to go into the main topic. Will the Knights of Ren have a big part in Star Wars Episode Nine? Let's break that down. You want to do that Rise thing? Rise. Mine's better. That's right. Welcome, everybody. It's episode 42, Rule of Two, happening here on Collider Video's main channel, dropping every Monday and on Jedi Council's Podcast One feed. Christian Arloff joining me here for Mark Fernandez. How you doing, dude? I'm doing good. I want to go back to that cold open. I just thought of something. What's that? You know, he said that there's a way to do it to where, you know, if you – even though it it would be blatant, did they ever really say – they said he was gone. Did they ever say he died? Did they ever say – Let's get into this. I don't know. No. That's what I mean. They just said he's gone. They just said he's gone. Where'd he go? Okay, what if – what if he teleport? Can he? No. But I know. I know. But that's what I'm saying. Though, it would like, be a new force power that we haven't but, seen before. But if they found a way to explain, because they never said he died. They just said, I feel like he's gone. I felt like he's, he's at peace. Maybe he did, and then he came back. I, I don't think. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm sta- no, I'm staying that's with, what rule it yeah, is. Let's go I'm down that. I'm staying with the fact that I think that it's going to be the force ghost. Yeah. But they never said, and maybe you know they, they analyzed it when they're watching the footage and making sure that they said it, That be, because I always thought – when he said, I'll see you around, see around kid. kid. When he said that and that moment hit and it comes back to him, I was like, that's baller that he just did that. Yeah. That's incredible. And then he just disappears. Like, well, why? Yeah. Why? I know. As opposed to. I've come back around on that wanting him, wishing that he would just right. jump in the Millennium Falcon but, and joined everybody. But Unless, unless he found a way. Because if you look at this, the stuff that they explored inside of Rebels mm-hmm. and if he was able to find. You know, not not a not a Scott Lang type of thing visiting another realm, but a world between worlds, something like that, to where he tapped enough into the Force that he went somewhere that he was able to project himself into that place, hence the disappearance or whatever it might be. But he was able to return. 
I don't know. I mean, I still think that would be because Ryan Johnson was doing the dual sons, that kind of thing. That was. Well, he, he certainly set it up that he died. He, There's yes, no doubt about yes, it. Yes, but yeah. But if it was we never get into the. It was never explained, but. Semantics. I mean, it would still. When that. That would still be a giant F you. Uh, I mean, yes. But. <laughs> but, but less. But a lot of fans <laughs> would love that. Yeah, but less so if it was explained that. You know, in, in depending on how they did it, th- that he wasn't that he, he never died. Right, he just was gone. Uh, unless they said, because I don't think they ever used the words "dead." No, they, I just they think didn't. they say "gone." Yeah. So it's if they wanted to, they could. But I, and I and I stick by the fact that I think they're going to stick with the what happened in episode eight, and he will be a force ghost, a hundred percent. I'm just saying that if they were going to do it, they could do it that way. But I think take it to the bank that he's coming back as a force ghost. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. with you one hundred percent on that. Anyway. But I I love Fernandez knows I love my Luke Skywalker, and yeah. I'm always trying to figure out ways to bring him back. I was always saying like a force back. Where we see like Luke and, and Ben yeah. going force on an adventure. Back. Get force it? back. Yeah, it's like a flashback. Get it? But force. But speaking of Kylo Ren, there, there was a big thing when the Vanity Fair thing dropped. I got tagged on Twitter like 18 times. I was like, confirm that the Knights of Ren are back. And then we talked about it on Collider Live. And we were like, which one's Don, Dominic Monaghan? Right. And then, but they, Vanity Fair dropped a little bit of a spoiler if you want to take it at face value that. Kylo Ren is fighting. Spoilers for people. If you don't want to hear shit about this, move away from the from your device. Come back later. Um, but they did say that he is fighting the Knights of Ren in that trailer. In the, yeah, from the trailer, and then confirmed in the Vanity Fair article. Well, no, no, no. no. What I'm saying is they they, they confirm it in the article that it's in the tra- that, that, that that it's in, the, in trailer. the trailer. So what they say is we don't know if that's a flashback to show what's right. happening. And now he's fighting alongside with them. Mm-hmm. Um, or if that is a kind of like a a showing of the which I, I hope it's more of a flashback yeah. of showing how they broke up and mm-hmm. then the band gets back together that, yeah I would prefer that because if they show me at the that, that end scene when he if they show me in the trailer that he redeemed because I'm right. already pissed yeah. off in general that he's getting redeemed yeah um, I'm with you yeah well yeah here Vanity Fair can exclusively confirm that yes those are the Knights of Ren that Kylo is mowing down in the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Um, the other thing they say is that they're going to wrap up or get into the whole Jedi versus Sith. So, do you think how are the how are the Knights of Ren connected to the Sith legend? This is a perfect question for Darth Harloff. The question is whether or not how much information Chuck Wendig had um, about what the Knights of Ren were before he started writing Aftermath because right. there's the whole thing with accolades and, and the things that um, that people were studying the Sith culture and and that it found uh, you know Vader's lightsaber I think and, right and didn't Snoke have the I thought in the in the art he had the um, was it the kyber crystal on the ring was? yeah Maybe that's what, but whatever but Vader's yeah yeah whatever it might be the the they uh, they, they they certainly explored how these the, they hinted and yeah. how the Knights of Ren kind of began. And I think that if you are going to have Knights, the Knights of Ren, you're going to have Palpatine in this, and you're going to mention Snoke, and I hope to God they mention, at least mention Plagueis, which yeah. I think would be silly not to at this point if you're going to bring Palpatine back from the dead. They have to. Yeah. They have to, and, and because he's uniting the whole saga. Right. So go go to Revenge of the Sith. Go to that first mention of Plagueis. Right. And if they do all of that... Um, then I think there's an easy way to explain Sith Sith magic, Sith lore, 
when you, again, jumping back into canon, you see all the stuff that Palpatine did. He was constantly searching for Sith relics, and he was a student of the game, and he was opening up Sith te- uh, temples all over the galaxy. Right. He did uh, as he had one on Jakku. He had one uh, underneath in, in Coruscant. Yeah. Uh, there, there were there were tons of Sith temples and ancient um, places that he did. Uh, he 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 did a lot of work. He was a mad scientist, if you will. Yeah. I hope. I hope that J.J. brings in some of those canon elements so they can start really – like that in particular to explain not only the Knights of Ren but how the Emperor is there if we can get Plagueis in there somehow. Right. I think they're going to mention – I mean whatever his – whatever the reason is or way that Palpatine came back, mm-hmm. it will be linked into what he learned from Plagueis. Yeah. You would assume. Yeah. Because why what what a throwaway line that is then in episode three if you're going to bring Palpatine back. He's back from the dead. How? Mm-hmm. Didn't his master teach him? Yeah, he might have, but we're not going to mention it. <laughs> so, well, no, yeah. you mentioned that he, you, you, he, you taught him everything you knew. How, how? Oh, you've never heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? Right. Um, oh, man, I just had a question about that because, like, I always bring this up. You've read the Dark Empire comic. Uh, yes, that was the one that you actually turned yeah. into. Yeah, yeah. I, I love him. But yeah, yeah. Um, the idea is that he cloned Clones, his body yeah. and that he dark side somehow jumps into a body. And then I know in one one of the runs that body is killed, but then he jumps into another one before Luke and that's can smash. Like Snoke, maybe. That's what I'm wondering. I mean, you know, Knapsack and I did that Snoke video where I brought up Dark Dark Empire right after the Last yeah, Jedi to yeah. kind of just hey, what if there's yeah. more and we don't know? The video took off. It did. I know yeah, it did it pretty did. well. Yeah. People, well, people were like, you know, you had half of the people hating the fact that Snoke was off, and then half being like, sure, why not? Right. So that's why I think it did well, but. Do you think they can cherry pick any of this stuff? Sure. I mean, I think there's things that they could put for sure, and I think that they're going to do a little bit of that with Ray. Yeah. I think Ray's going to be linked to Palpatine for sure. I mean, you think so? Yeah. I think it makes. I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense because I think to figure out how she was, how she pick it all up so quick. She had hardly any training at all. She was, she was able to. And some people will just right away go bad writing. Yeah, wasn't, bad writing. No Mary Sue. And if they don't deliver on, if they don't tell you at all about, it, I'm I'm not going to really bother those people anymore. When it's a, because because it's like you should explain it. You have three movies to explain it. You haven't explained it yet. Right. But that doesn't mean that it's time for me anyway to say to them that no plan. She's just powerful because you you've left all the rules on the table. We, there's three movies. So if they if they say in this movie that Ray is so powerful and she's got a connection to Palpatine because I know she's cloned from Luke's hand. She's mm-hmm. she's got some connection to Palpatine, whatever it might be. If that is the case, then I'm going to be a lot more forgiving of how powerful Ray has been in the first two movies because it's going to fit the story. I've I've never had a problem with her being so powerful. I've always assumed it it's been the ways of the Force. We see little Anakin and in, in Phantom Menace. He's able to. He's been racing. Yeah, but this Anakin whole time. wasn't able to fight fight off a, a, a trained. Uh, Knight Sith of Ren or, yeah, or whatever yeah. he is in the, in the in the forest in his first time out, and he's not able to overpower one of them with his mind. Like she's she's up there in the most powerful of all time. Anakin took it took years to train sure. him. Yeah, she picked it up like that. Yeah, but I I always felt Ray was she was strong in the forest. We get that, but she's running around Jakku taking out these guys trying to get her like power converters or whatever she's scavenging. Right. So I feel like she. But that's not Jedi training. Tra- no, but no, that's not Jedi I know. training. I know. That's, there's a difference. There's a difference between being able to pick up, um, you know, understanding that you're powerful in the Force, and then understanding what it is, and being able to be trained in those ways, fight with a lightsaber, 
use you know use that mental power the way she did and i'm i'm telling you that i'll be accepting of all that yeah. if she's cloned from from one of the greatest of all time if she has element if she's like a mixture of she's like an arnold schwarzenegger type twins jedi to where there's mixtures of all these great people and she's part palpatine also if she's got all of that stuff and she happens to be like kind of this mixture of all these people all these great jedi and sith from from before and she's the first like Maybe she's the first Skywalker or whatever, like this right. blend of perfect Jedi. Whatever. Maybe, then I'm well, down. That, that's interesting. So, are you alluding to like cloning? Like she's get maybe. So there's that great account that I that I follow that I dig the theory that it was the clone hand. How dare that? You, how dare you quote that theory? You how don't dare? like that? Oh, I, that is your theory. Yeah. Well, you've said that as well, but no, this Way guy. Way this character. Yes, but this guy goes in and starts bringing examples from Force Awakens right. where he's shoot like, hey, look, they're showing this hand here and this close up here and her hand and she uses this and that. And it's all this hand stuff. Right. I, I love that and I breaking it, it down from the movies. I know you've said I it. I think it's a good shot. I think it's a good shot mm-hmm. that this is, uh, this is going to happen because I think that what J.J. Abrams did – was he had because there was that rumored shot there was going to be the floating hand right. in space, and then it was gonna, that was basically the opening shot you were going to see. And I think he pulled it and said, "I don't want to give that to them yet. Right? I don't want to let them know that that's who this girl is yet. I'm not going to give it to them in movie one. Right? And they got rid of that completely, but I don't think they got rid of it in the story. And I think it's perfect for the third movie then. And then they come back and they have and like what and they and because the other thing is why does it link back to that vision? Mm-hmm. Of the first thing she sees when she's back on Bespin, and it's 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 cl- and it's his hand and it's putting on uh, on R two right, and it's like and and why does it link into that lightsaber? Why did he have such a connection? Why did she have such a connection when she held that lightsaber? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. Will the are the fans going to get behind that? Because I love it. I love that it's execution. Idea. Yeah. It's execution. When you hear it at first, you're like, "Well, it's silly. It's just cloned from a hand." Yeah. But how? How did they do it? How was the explanation of how? Mm-hmm. Like, if I said to you, if I said to you, "Oh, I'm going to do this show about a pl- uh, there's there's going to be a plane. It crashes, and be a lot of people going to be running around. And there's going to be a, a monster full of smoke. Want to watch? <laughs> you'd be like, "That sounds dumb." Smoke monsters, uh, right? Yeah, smoke yeah, monsters. Yeah. Sounds yeah. dumb. And then then, you, but it's execution. Yeah. It's a I'll question be- of how. I I lo- yeah I I agree with you I think if anybody can do is JJ and uh, what are your thoughts on Chris Terrio writing the script with him? I mean I like um, I, I like Argo, yeah. You know so it's and he's he's done other stuff that hasn't been great. Um, Batman v Superman, which I like I like that movie. Yeah, but that's, I think I, I I blame studio the studio more than anybody else when it comes to those first movies and they because now you see that DC has has righted their ship and they, they yeah. they've, they've they've got things under control now like I think it was there there was a period there with those movies where the the management was not great and the creative suffered for it so and I so I don't really blame Chris Terrio and Zack Snyder and those guys yeah I, um I never bl- I can't blame the screenwriter sometimes I mean not for that. you can you can but, you can, but, the, but for this particular this particular case no so uh you know JJ JJ if he if if he feels confident in Chris Terrio bringing on his vision for what he's seen in this movie. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, then who the hell are we to say that? So, yeah, uh, we'll see. But I do yeah. love that theory. Um, let's get back to the Knights of Ren yes, and how please. they could be involved in this. I really do like the idea of. Um, we talked about it on live a little bit, and I, I thought, what if it's like this? You know, when the Joker like snaps the thing in Dark Knight, and you guys have to fight it out. It's them basically fighting each other for power, power, and Kylo takes over and is able to best them all. 
it's that's a cool theory. It's, I mean, it's, it's, if, if so, who but made, that would only work in your thing. Flashback. No, not necessarily. Unless they're trying to take power. Oh, you know what? Taking power from the it's the first order now. He's supreme a, leader. If he's not killing all of them, and it's a matter, and he's just fighting them in the in in the brushes there, and he, and and it, like you said, it's a matter. It's like. It's like gorillas, right? When they're yeah. it's like fighting who's 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 the who's the top who's the top one, right? Um, he if he does if he comes back or it's a year later, right? So yeah, it, it's it, the, the challenge the challenge itself is laid down and he fights them all off and then they follow him because of it. Could be interesting. That's that's one way to do it. The other mm-hmm. thing is the flashback for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but I think as far as them, the other thing is that. I forget which if it was the encyclopedia, whatever it was, the, for for Last Jedi, and they said that Snoke, Snoke didn't follow the rules of the Sith, right? He had right. more. He didn't just have one apprentice; he had a few. Yeah. So maybe maybe I, I that's that idea. maybe that's kind of what one of the beef is too, and maybe maybe there's some Knights of Ren that are with Kylo fighting the other ones. You know, we don't know that he's just against them all together, right? And are there any Knights of Ren that were pissed that he took out Snoke, right? And so right. they're going to go after him, being right. loyal and being like. You know, when uh, I don't want to spoil Game of Thrones, we'll go away from that. Well, that's the question, though, too, is where the and that's why I think we need to find out where the Knights of Ren come from. Yeah, because were they a product of Snoke? Because there was you can analyze them the way that uh, Snoke talks about it. It's just like uh, Kylo Ren, master of the Knights of Ren. Right, right. When he's talking to him about that, that you could take it up like, oh, maybe that's when Snoke found him. He be he already taken off from mm-hmm. Luke, betrayed Luke. Created the Knights of Ren on his own, the Knights of Ren. Yeah, um, and uh, you know, because people, I think people always assumed maybe that it was that Knights of Ren was kind of like a ideology that it was already around, like the Dread Pirate Roberts, and then they sure. took over and became Kylo Ren. But maybe the Knights were started by him, mm-hmm. and that he created the Knights of Ren. Could be. Uh, so, yeah. so we're assuming they're all Force users. I don't think that they all are. See, that's what I'm wondering. Because I, I would, I, I want them to be. I would love to see them all be force users and some of various power. Because, well, that's just interesting to me. And like, what's yeah. that dynamic within the unit, which we're all talking right. about? Like, the, the, for power, like, is it? It's you know, they're not Sith, but what are they? Dark side users, some right. force users. Well, Chuck Wending had that in his book again too. Is that? Yeah, these, these acoly- tell me more because well, I, I never acolytes, got around to it. These acolytes, uh, they they didn't have they they picked up relics. They had all these things. They had Sith kind of artifacts and. But they were no, they weren't all force users. They weren't all able to do it. So I and and I'm just assuming that this is the particular same thing with Knights of Ren. So they very well might be force users, and they might be you know, these you know runaways that left Luke's camp because they're where the, where they go. Right, those runaways. I always assumed, yeah, that they were students of Luke. Yeah, he that, didn't, he that didn't kill all of them. them. He said he didn't kill all of them. He said they, right. they said I think they even said in Last Jedi, right, that some of them ran off with with Kylo. I thought it was in Force that, would, that Solo said it. That when he was telling Ray about everything, it's all true. It's everything. It's like he started the Jedi Order. That's something for the sweaties. You can you can hit I'm us there. Sure was in this, I was pretty sure it was Could Last Jedi. Yeah. I, think, I think it was Last Jedi when he when during the flashback, some Luke or somebody said that he that he took a few stu- he didn't he took a few students with him. Mm-hmm. I thought that's what he did. I thought so. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong, but uh, well, but that would make sense if that's that's kind of because then then it sets it up because the also I think he said in the vanity fear thing that that Ray is trying to start the Jedi order up again that's what she's trying to do right I think yeah Something, it's, it's I, I think that's what she said so she's she's pretty much trained 
but almost to the full capacity, kind of what Luke was in Return of the Jedi. Right, right. And now she's going to try to bring back the Jedi Order. So if we, if they're able to do it, she's been working with other Force users for like the the last year, yeah, or so. And then we get a nice battle at the end with with her and 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 Kylo some of the Knights and the Ren fighting some of Ray's potential students. You know, that, that could be fun. That could be really fun for. and better than a third Death Star or a second Star Killer base. Yeah. I, do you think they're going to go there? No. Yeah. No, I think you got enough pushback. I think you're going to see a big old battle like uh, like Braveheart or, yeah. or Avengers or or whatever, Lord of the Rings. I think there's going to be – let's get the echoes there. I want a space battle yeah. above that all, ground battle and then a more intimate lightsaber battle probably yeah. between Rey and Kylo Ren. And a ground battle, I want to see like hand-to-hand combat yeah. like in the middle of a field. We never it, saw that in Star Wars. Yeah, we're getting that with that fin. That's what it and, looks like. And, yeah. You you said it best. It's like the brave heart of Star Wars. Yeah. I battle, want that. That would be great. That battle just to see them all fighting. But the thing that's the problem when all three movies don't have a clear direction because you now you have to set that up in one movie. Yeah. Because it's a year later. Now you got to say I mean, we're attached to a lot of the characters, but you got to you got to set up the stakes now. All these stakes. It's not like Endgame where it all leads up. It's all been leading up, and boom! Now we get this big, huge battle, or Return of the King, where it's all led. There's been. It's just these almost like three separate stories with familiar characters, right? Right. right. And so you've got to set that up now, if that's indeed the case. Because I want to see a battle. You want to see a battle. But it's another reason why I'd be okay if the movie's two hours and thirty-five minutes, two hours and forty minutes. I'll take a three. I'll take a three-hour movie. No chance for for Rise yeah. of Skywalker. I know, and I don't think they'll do it. I mean, Marvel's different. Marvel had right. 22 movies to set it all up. And, and they earned it. And they earned it. And in this, it's a great point, too. I mean, we haven't had – sure, we've had six previous movies, but we haven't had a lot of prequel stuff. I love that Luke references Sidious, Sidious in yeah. Last Jedi. Yep. But I want more prequel stuff. I would love to see like old designs or like or like ships that are just there in the dust as right. they walk by, and you're like, I remember that. That, that, that looks like what Pod Racer was or right. something. And I think it's always it's always been Plagueis, and I feel like yeah, Plagueis would be a great way to do it. Why was Williams scoring the Revenge of the Sith music when we first met Snoke at the very beginning of Force Awakens? Right. That's why I always went. He's Plagueis. He's not just Snoke. So you think he's Plagueis? No, I don't think he's Plagueis. Yeah, not anymore. He's Plagueis, yeah. But he was playing that music, and when I heard that, and I went, "Wait, a minute, this is the opera music from Revenge of the Sith." It just naturally, I was like, "Well, there's got to be right. some connection to Plagueis." Here we are now in the third movie. I think we'll get it. Mention wise, for sure. And, and, the, and the reason, another reason for that is because I think that it was a big thing. The rumor of Darth Plagueis, and JJ got it everywhere he went. Yeah. So he probably not said to himself, "All right, can I can I find a way to put Plagueis in there? Can mm-hmm. I find a way to to mention Plagueis? You know, and and if you're gonna if, if you had this idea of doing the the Emperor the whole entire time, right? I think it makes sense. How much? <coughs> excuse me. How much? Do you think the Emperor is going to be <coughs> corporal, meaning like he's going to be like a, a a spirit, much like a Force ghost, or is he going to be an actual physical body, being? physical? I'm going to lean towards physical being, but it's not. Yeah. It's, it's not a. Um, it's not overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Like if I was going to lean, it'd probably be like fifty-five, forty-five. Fifty-five, forty-five. Yeah, yeah um, I like those odds. If I was going to lean uh, to, but because I wouldn't. Because let me just say that I wouldn't be shocked if he turns out to be some kind of Sith f- force or, or or even a hologram. Yeah, right. I That's right. At first, when the rumors were, and we started talking about it, you were you were banging that right. drum. I'm like, yeah, it makes sense that if she's kind of learning. 
more about her Jedi ways and the history of it? Wouldn't you want to go look around? And then I look at the Force Awakens illustrated book right. where they go back to uh, – they did designs for going back to the second Death Star and she's swimming in the, the throne room of Return of the Jedi. Right, right. And so there's something there. So I was like, oh, it might be a hologram. Like she gets to the Death Star that we saw at the end of Rise of Skywalker and they walk in and there's like right. some security system comes on. The Emperor appears via hologram. But they're doubling down on this because yes, McDarmid being at Star Wars Celebration – He's well, got to have why, a bigger part. And that's why I you know that I, I kept asking myself originally, you know, when, when the trailer came out, is that the first one or the second one? Of course it's the second one because they're, they're tying in the Emperor. You know, that's where the Emperor was when, it, when right. it went down. So if they find holocrons, if they find something – because a lot of people think what if Kylo just has been studying Palpatine mm-hmm. and studying these things and Kylo still is like just the big bad the whole entire way. I prefer that not being the case. I would I would much rather – like the because they also said at the end here, this is the end of the this is this is the finalization of the Sith and the Jedi. Yeah. So what a way to finalize it! And you finally, how do you take out Palpatine for good? Yeah. How do you rid this guy from the galaxy for sure? Okay. Um, and I think that'd be interesting if you if you had him if you had him back. So, um, yeah, I think he's going to be a physical being, and but maybe not the way we think. Maybe not that. Maybe he doesn't look exactly the same like he did in Jedi. But maybe there's something connected to this Snoke thing. Maybe yeah. Yeah, Snoke was kind of an avatar or something. Let me throw this out there. Matt Smith. Yeah. Have you heard? The, there's chatter. Yeah, he's lying. He's, li- he's in it. He's lying. Yeah, he is lying. So if, he says, if he's in it, he's lying. They – I know. <laughs> he's a liar. We were with you on that collider live. Yeah. Well, no. I said it on Jedi a while, a while ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If he's in this movie, he's a liar. So they did a Reddit Q&A with the Vanity Fair uh, mm-hmm. writer. And somebody asked, so is Matt Smith in the movie or not? And this guy responds. Guy or girl, I don't know, under Vanity Fair magazine, said this was almost literally my first question for the people at Disney, and I never got an answer. Now, it makes me think. He's going to be in the movie, right? He says no. He so, says no. So I'm going to take him as a man of his word, so I'm okay. saying he's not in it because otherwise he'd be a filthy liar. I'm thinking of Dark Empire again mm-hmm. because the clones, when the emperor jumps into the body of that clone, it's a younger Palpatine. Mm-hmm. It's the clone not decrepit and, and, you know, doing his thing. It's a younger clone. And people are saying, what if Matt Smith is a version of the Emperor? You ever th- do you think that could be anything nah, that because, he's the young version no, of Palpatine? Got, no, because you got Ian, you got Ian McDermott back. Right. Why would you you know waste him to, to have him play, you know, kind of like a Terminator, Terminator 2 type scenario? It's like, it's why? Unless they absolutely do the Dark Empire, which you go in, you see the Emperor, he's back. There's a fight. He's killed, and then yeah. the clone is waiting for him, and then we see that's the reveal. Yeah, that, that, that to me that starts to scare me a little bit. That then, scares me a little head. too. Science fiction, uh, Terminator, and I'm like, uh, I don't know if we need that for Star Wars. There's a reason why I like Dark Empire. It's batshit crazy. It's fun, yeah. but it's legend, and I don't. I, I'm with you on that. It's a little too sci-fi. It, it seems to break a lot of rules of the Force, and I, I just don't know how they could execute that properly. Yeah, he taught him how to cheat death. How? Yeah. Just tell me how Plagueis taught Palpatine how to cheat death. You told me about it in three. Show me in nine. I'm on board. And then what did you do, you crazy bastard? How did you get this this how did you form this girl? Because you tried to you might because it was hinted that you formed Anakin, so maybe we finally get an answer to that. Right. It was hinted. So if you if you did it and you were the one that was able to manipulate the force and create Anakin, then did you do the same thing with Ray? Because then it all makes sense. Then it all I ties in that. from three. Yeah. 
So if you tie it in and you said, okay, look, here's what I was able to do. I manipulated the force and I, and I had what I did the first time to create life. I took this woman, Shmi Skywalker, was able to manipulate the force, make her have the most powerful being of all time instead of Anakin Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And now I didn't have, I didn't have a Shmi. Mm-hmm. But I had this freaking hand. Mm-hmm. What can I do with that hand? Because mm-hmm. the hand, w- I've, had it, I've had it since Bespin. It's been in a tank. <laughs> and now I'm going to use it. And I used it and I created this girl. It's been in the freezer and I'm taking yeah. it out like right. a one-year-old w- wedding cake right. and I'm going to celebrate. I like that stuff. Yeah. I mean I like all this kind of stuff. Now, there's, there's a part of me that thought of like Ray coming in. Storming in, like finding something, and, and the emperor is waiting for her. And we get that kind of exposition dump, but in a way that's fun. Hello, me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, young me. Yeah, welcome. As you can me. see, your friends have failed. Welcome, young me and <laughs> young Luke and young Anakin. But that's what I. But that's what I'm wondering too. If then can Luke come up and help? Because we've seen Yoda. Use the force from the nether regions, from wherever the force ghosts are coming from, and affect our real world. Maybe. I would love to see Luke be involved in this somehow. Remember, though, remember when uh, when Luke went to fight uh, Vader? Oh, yeah. And Obi-Wan said, if you go to face him, you got to face him alone. I can't help. It was the same thing. He could show up and and just be like, okay, you ready for this? I'm not helping you anymore. you got to go. I just thought that was weird. Why didn't he help him out? I don't know. Why didn't he abandon him? Ben? Yeah. I can't help you. Why? I was never really explained. If you choose to face Vader, you do it alone. Yeah. I cannot interfere. Right. Why? I think I don't know. Right. It's just Obi Wan's teaching. Maybe he knew something we didn't. Like he was going to learn a right. lesson. And I like how they say that in uh, excuse me in Vanity Fair how they say that uh, Obi Wan he kind of died in vain. Yeah. Yeah. It's true when you look at it. But but isn't that isn't that the isn't that I see? The, but I don't buy that. You know why? Because he was just. It was it was a rite of passage for Luke, and I see similarities to what he did, what Luke did on Crate to what Obi Wan did on that Death Star. It's just to give him that time to exit. Tra- I, I know the it's tragedy of politics. Yeah, it's the fact that like after after it basically what they were saying in that article is once the resistance rose, mm-hmm. then everything that Vader fought for and uh, at the end there and Obi Wan they're all they're all kind of died in vain. Mm-hmm. Because it all just happened all over again, so they weren't able to stop it in the first place. But again, that's the tragedy of politics. It's the same stuff that happens over and over and over again. One war is stopped by, and the heroes that made it stop, they can't stop the next war from happening. Right. So I, I actually, it's, it's, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it too. Yeah. And you know, they mentioned the Nazi kind of yep. propaganda that we saw in Force Awakens. Lucas has referenced that many times. Um, I love what J.J. said about what if it's like the first order is like those Nazis going to Argentina right. and hiding out and seeing, and trying to rise up again. Well, what if they succeeded? Right. That's what the first order feels to me. That's, that's absolutely right. And then you look at – like I said, I mentioned the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Mandalorian is, is that first regime of Nazi that didn't leave. Right. And you got Warner Herzog who's trying to put them back in power. But they just don't have the supplies and people to do it. So right. you know they've got some people, and there's a bunch of madmen still thinking that the that World War II is going on for the same analogy, you know. So I think uh, the fact that that's the way that they've always been looked at to carry that on over the First Order is that makes sense. You think the Mandalorian is going to um, tie into the uh, the First Order, like maybe. sooner or later we'll get some hints or maybe some direct references or you know, hey, 
you know, Werner, uh, Werner uh, Herzog's yeah. character is saying, like, maybe. if you go to the Outer Rim. Maybe, but I don't know how, how about that. I don't, I don't know if it's necessary. But mm-hmm. um, the the other thing that I think that is, is Vader Unleashed or Vader Immortal, mm-hmm. right? Is that the, yeah, yeah. Is that the, the, the VR Immortal. game. Uh, Vader Immortal, I think that ties into Episode Nine. Really? Mm. How so? I haven't seen it, so I can't. I can't, can't talk? spoil it because I, I I don't want to. I don't want to spoil the part of the game. But there's, there's there's a character inside of the the game called the Black Bishop. Ooh. It's and he, he works with Vader. Okay. Um, yeah. What, what I think Fernandez was talking about getting. They said that he's supposed to get the headset. It's a wireless headset. Oh, you should God. play it like immediately. Yeah. Because it's it's forty five minutes. Um, oh my God. Yeah. It's a cha- cha- and that's chapter one. David Goyer wrote it. Yeah. Uh, and you know he said they want to see the Black Bishop kind of show up more and do more stuff in regular canon stuff. But there's just something that happens inside of that game. And the first thing I asked was that reminds that's that seems like. Stuff that they're setting up for episode nine. Hmm. When I asked the Lucas rep, they had no comment on it. Right. Okay. And then they said, you got to wait to talk to Goyer. And I talked to Goyer. Goyer didn't really answer my question. Mm-hmm. He pushed towards another another route. Answered, answered it pretty solidly, but mm-hmm. he never gave me a definitive answer. And again, I can't. I know I'm being a little cryptic here, but I just don't want to spoil part of the game for anybody if you, I if you play it. Yeah. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to be yeah, spoiled. It's just something that happens inside of it. And the second you see it, you're going to go, "Oh, wait a minute! That could tie back to something we've already seen in Episode Nine. So, how does that work? I like that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good conversation, Christian. I Ralph. think so too. Yeah. Well, uh, that's your uh, Memorial Day. Rule of two. Uh, thank you for joining me uh, on this rule of two uh, at Christian Harloff on Twitter. And, of course, the host of Collider Live, which is Monday through Friday. On, on the Collider Live channel. On the Collider Live channel. That's and, right. um, you guys, we will have Mark Fernandez back next week. I hope you enjoyed this little truncated version. But we wanted to get something out there for you. We had the Vanity Fair stuff. There's a lot of speculation there. Well, who do you think the Knights of Ren are? Uh, how do you think they can be involved with the Emperor? Are they tied to Snoke still? What do you think that means when Vanity Fair says that uh, Kylo Ren is mowing down some of these Knights of Ren? I want to hear from you at Riley Round and hit up Fernandez as well. He has his thoughts, I'm sure, which I can't wait to talk to him about at Mark Fernandez. And this is Rule of Two. It drops every Monday on Collider Videos. Please like this video, share it with your friends, and head on over. If you're listening at home, head on over to Jedi Council Podcast One feed. Leave us a comment. Have some fun. Christian? Rise. That's right. It's that little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. (sighs) Take a treat retreat at McDonald's. Right now, get a McCafe iced coffee in any size and any flavor for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price of participation may vary.